What's up, everyone? Welcome to Shockcast, episode 26. <laughs> what? I think Giuseppe and I went deaf from Blue's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, a little I, bit of a silent level. A decibel level. Okay, okay. Let's move on. To be fair, my mic is up a little higher than usual. I'll lower that for you guys. How's everyone doing? This is... The game of the year discussion for 2016. Uh, Dual Shockers, of course, already has their uh, their official picks up, and that is everyone's. We're going to mention a few of them. We're going to mention the big ones, the game of the year, the most anticipated, all of that good stuff. We're also going to talk a little bit about our personal picks, uh, some of our personal choices. You know, not everyone has a ubiquitous vote, so yeah uh, let, let, let's let's get the, the the elephant out of the room immediately because we have here the only person that did not vote <laughs> because he's lazy <laughs> i'm not going to name names but it's Lou. He's, he, <laughs> he yes. just didn't want to be biased because he's a reviews editor i don't want to show my bias like that. <laughs> of, course. Uh, of course thankfully total, total, totally true as you guys will see in this upcoming episode it didn't end up mattering. Most of my games ended up perfectly matching with Dual Shockers. I am just the general consensus. Um, all right, so let's start off, of course, by just very quickly one-liner. What are we playing this week? Uh, we have the Switch reveal coming up tomorrow. Sorry, we couldn't. You're gonna have to wait a week to hear about our uh, opinions on that. Uh, though maybe we could find some time this weekend to do an emergency episode. We'll see. Well, I think I think uh, so. Um, anyway, Joel and I are going to be going to the Switch event on uh, Friday, which is the hands-on event. So I believe we're going to be doing a uh, reaction podcast afterwards. So we'll have something up by the weekend, or definitely like by Friday, Saturday. Cool, that'd be awesome. That's great. We can, we yeah. can all laugh at it. No. <laughs> yes. That, so that that said, we are going to have round-the-clock uh, Switch coverage uh, slash Switch bashing. Uh, so <laughs> if, just coverage. Just, just coverage. So if you, know, you want to come and make sure you get all the latest news on it, we're going to be doing uh, the coverage during the stream, coverage after the stream. We uh, are going to be at the live event, as we said. Uh, so make sure to keep up with everything. All right, so what is everyone playing? Azaria, I'm going to start with you. Put you on the spot. I'm, uh, well, I just finished my review for uh, Fate Extella, and previews are up, so I can talk about it. Um, yeah, but no summary judgments, right? Yeah, on PS4. Okay. Yeah, so and, no summary uh, judgments. Or for my preview, I'll just say I liked it. Okay. I liked okay. it. You'll, um, I'm having a... XE gave me... Or gave us permission to write about uh, their limited edition. So you'll see uh, editorial or a little preview go up about that tomorrow um, before the Nintendo event for sure. But um, <clears throat> be sure to check it out if you're a fan of the fake games. Also, um, I've been playing Exist Archive. Um, I didn't get into it a lot of it last year, but I was had my Vita in, in my hand per use. And... Uh, Decided to boot up some Exist Archive. Uh, I really like gym. how, yeah, I really like how Axis um, dubs uh, a lot of audio in their games. Like a lot of it is uh, uh, written and coming from like Trails of Cold Steel, where maybe like twenty percent of the game has actual voices. Uh, this game, I haven't read one piece of text that wasn't read by 
voice actor, and mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of like it. It's nice. Uh, it's it's yeah, it's a great game. Uh, Spike Chunsoft and Trice, and we have a interview, small interview on Dual Shockers with Trice about the game too. Yeah, the war is more or less interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many how many time. questions they give you? Like five? Yeah. Well, it was through Axis. It wasn't necessarily Trice. It was more or less Axis okay. on a on a budget. Let's move on. Go. Who, uh, who's next? Giuseppe, let's go with you okay. next. Uh, you're going to Japan, so you're prepping, right? Lately, well, I'm still I'm still two weeks off, but so I'm still playing games. Right. What I what I can play. So I've been I just finished playing um, um, Garbage Trash 2, which is fantastic. And I mean, if if the game came out when it was supposed to come out, and it was in December, I think, uh, I would have been hard pressed to, you know, not voted for my game of the year, because it's absolutely fantastic. It's like tons better than first. It's it's beautiful. Uh, it's great. Um, and then I, now I'm playing Yakuza Zero for the review, uh, which uh, is still under embargo, so uh, I can't really speak about it. Uh, well, previews are, are, are uh, out of embargo, so kind of... I can say it's uh, until Chapter 6, which is what previews are allowed to say, is very good. I'm not going to say to tell you how it is after Chapter 6. Um, but uh, tomorrow you're going to see the... About one hour of gameplay on on Dual Shockers that I uh, just need to upload. Um, no no spoilers. Just um, just uh, running around Kamurocho, uh, beating people in the face and uh, playing mini games. So if you don't want to have any spoilers but want to see how how it is, uh, it's going to be about one hour of, of footage. So and it's nice. very nice. Nice. And then uh, I think uh, that's it. I finished playing uh, Space Up, Space Hawk Deathwing, uh, and I put it aside, waiting for them to patch it and make it better because it's a little problematic, rough around um, the edges, very. Uh, and uh, that uh, that's it. Actually, I've been playing. Uh, oh, I've been I've, I've been on a binge of uh, City Skylines. Actually, really, a bit. Yeah, you don't strike it's... me as a City Skylines guy. No, <laughs> I've <laughs> always been very big on city builders. Huh. I just never have time for them. But I actually, for all through the 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 holidays, I played City Skylines for quite a while. Uh, like not super tons of hours, but I've been playing regularly at least once every two days or so, less a bit, just growing my city a little bit. Uh, Downloading a ton of mods <laughs> and making cool stuff. You know, it's a, it's a very good game. Um, I just it's my relaxing spot. Let's say. Everyone needs a game like that too. Something that doesn't. And also, pop. also, also a little bit of Civilization Six more, uh, which I still need to review, and I'm late. Mm-hmm. I know about. But uh, I simply they they sent us the review copy late. Uh, when and our policy is clear. When a review copy gets here late, the game gets at the bottom of the pile. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately. So if you want your game to be reviewed early, just send it early. <laughs> yeah. Little message for our PR friends. At least three days. And that. <laughs> and that for, 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 for Civilization Six, I I'm saying that you need a little bit more than three days. Uh, just a bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ryan. So let's, let's go. 
Ryan, go on. Um, I haven't been playing a ton lately. The only the uh, big thing I did was last weekend I built a uh, gaming PC, and uh, so it's all up and running. Uh, neither the computer nor my apartment has exp- exploded yet, so that's a good sign. Um, so I guess my first game that I've been playing was uh, Overwatch, so just been playing a lot of that, mm. and then running it at like max settings on that. It's it's pretty great. So the funny thing is that he has a new computer, a new very good computer, and he's on a Mac right now. How <laughs> the hell? <laughs> For now, yeah, for now. For now, game. okay, for now. The, the Mac is the work machine, and the PC is the, the play machine, so. You mean, uh, yeah, wait, you say that the Mac is the worst machine? Yeah, you're the work, right. The, the work, <laughs> the work, work machine. machine. Uh, for Luis, me. it's your turn. For me? Uh, yeah. Still plugging away at Final Fantasy XV. Uh, last I checked in, I think I was 15 hours in in Chapter 3. I'm now 40 hours in at Chapter 7. Uh, so still stuck in the endless loop of side quests. Uh, all really great things. I, I understand. I can see where the problems are, but I'm, I'm still just loving the loving the game. I'm sure we'll get into okay. that a lot. Yeah, we will. Um, yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, so we're ready to start talking about game of the year. Um, so let's let's get into it. First of all, uh, this year we had two game two. Two Game of the Year prizes and two most anticipated Game for 2017 prizes because we decided to give you guys a voice. Uh, actually, the reader's choice was uh, the, most, the, the most important uh, prize because, you know, we are seven, eight dudes in, in a side and you kind of kinda outnumber us. Yeah, <laughs> so definitely. in the end, uh, in the end uh, our Game of the Year in the case... Uh, there would have been a difference between our pick and your pick. Um, it, it, like, the reader pick would have been the main game of the year for DualShockers, and from now on, it will always be like that for all, all the awards we do. Um, just because that's, that's our policy from now on. Um, we had a vote, a simple polar vote for, for uh, reader's choice, and we had an internal vote for each category uh, in our Game of the Year awards. So basically, each of us got three picks. The first pick got three points. The second pick got two points. The first, the third pick got three, one point, and that's very simple. Then you, we summed up the points, and the game that got the most points won. Uh, Lou didn't have, any, didn't give any points because he's lazy. Uh, but at least for Game of the Year, um, whatever he would have voted, would have, wouldn't have changed the the result because uh, it was like over. Uh, five points uh, from the second. So, um, but I think Lou would have voted still Final Fantasy fifteen. I think right? I would have. Yeah, I that really <laughs> so, so won me over. So Final Fantasy fifteen would have won even by power of a landslide uh, if Lou voted. In any case, uh, Final Fantasy fifteen won, won the overall vote uh, because both our readers and us voted Final Fantasy fifteen. I voted Final Fantasy fifteen. Azario voted Final Fantasy 15. Ryan is an outlier. He did not vote Final Fantasy 15. What did he vote? So we'll start with we'll start with Ryan. Ryan, let's start with Ryan. Uh, so the game I just mentioned, but like two minutes ago, Overwatch was my uh, choice for game of the year. What? Um, Team I, Fortress I, skin. I, what is I this? I have uh, Final Fantasy 15, but I haven't played it yet, so I can't really speak on it quality-wise. I do. I am hoping to play it soon. 
Um, but yeah, I think for me, Overwatch was just uh, the game that stuck with me throughout the entire year. Um, you know, most obviously because it's a multiplayer game, but I think just because of the characters, the gameplay, um, everything about that game just like was, stood out for me. And uh, it was just, uh, it was fun, it was accessible, uh, and I love all the characters. I think that's really, it just, it has a lot of charm, and it just had a lot of um, qualities about it. I think that just made it stood out for me compared to everything else. All right. I feel but, you're right. But fair enough. Is it, uh, is, it, personally... is it really okay? But but it's just a multiplayer game, right? This well, is true. you know, if Ryan Ryan plays multiplayer, so for him it's fine. Uh, for I, I'm sure other people personally, I play multiplayer, so for me for me personally, it would be fine. But I can understand the people that don't consider it a game of the year material because multiplayer is one niche, and if you cater only to that person, I would definitely consider it the more solid multi uh, game of the year material if it had a single player mode, or at mm. least a co-op mode. Like See, a co-op yeah, it's, there. It, it is interesting, just because like I, I really don't play like uh, just multiplayer games. Like like I don't play just multiplayer only games a lot. Like usually it's only one or two, and I feel like Overwatch is just one of those games. You know, and and for that reason, I think that's why Overwatch stuck with me too. Is that like. I usually tend to play a game, move on to the next thing, move on to the next thing. So I very rarely stick with like a multiplayer-only game and play that for a while. Um, but Overwatch has me hooked. I keep like that's kind of my my comfort food game. Like in between when I'm playing other mm -hmm. things, I'll just even if I only play like one or two matches a night, it's um, you know even though it doesn't have a single-player mode or a campaign, I think that's okay. I think that the world that Blizzard created and the characters are all strong enough to keep me interested. Because even though there isn't this. Even though there isn't necessarily a story, um, you know, I, again, I think the characters are all just really fun and engaging. And even the the outside stuff, the the short films they've been doing, the lore, like there is kind of a story. It's just not necessarily in the game. Lesbian tracer. Yeah, what makes me rage a little bit? Uh, what makes me rage a little bit is they keep the most interesting stuff for just for events. Like uh, what really would be interesting for me would have I'd be having a a Co-op mode, like mm -hmm. with the with the what they did with the with the um, Halloween event, and it's weird for me that it's just for events, you know. Well, why yeah. not? Why not just extending it and letting people enjoy it? The people that don't, don't aren't too interested in the like Team Fortress-ish gameplay uh, versus gameplay, you know. But yeah. I, I can understand why 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 Ryan likes it and why people like Ryan like it. It, it is a very solid game. There, there mm -hmm. is not. To say about that, as much as I personally don't appreciate much Blizzard, because I think their creativity is a little bit on the on the lacking side, but I can see that production values-wise, it's a very solid game. There is nothing to say about it. I don't think there is an argument about against that. Right. It definitely has a way, at least for Overwatch, it has a way to bring in that League of Legends type crowd and mm -hmm. the first person shooters crowd and kind of make a hybrid out of it because I hear people talking and like oh we need a healer, we need a tank we need, and you know people that play Call of Duty uh, and those types of first person games they don't talk like that, they don't they don't yeah. uh, say oh we they, need a light they do for yeah. Battlefield yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely for Battlefield, Battlefield if you have more, squads it's um, more squad based yes, but yeah. it's a different game yeah, yeah. And, and and I think those are things that you know uh, make me like Overwatch a lot is because it is so uh, teamwork based and so team it focused. Is. is that you know like 
And I think just the way that they designed all the characters is like, you know, yeah, you have the characters like Widowmaker or Hanzo or Genji that are very, like, skill-oriented and, and, you know, a really skilled player can be really good with those. But even, like, you know, less experienced character, uh, players can be really good with certain characters. Like a Winston or someone like that that doesn't require quite as much, you know, technical skill can still be really useful on the, you know, on, on the in a match. Here was my one issue with Overwatch, and, and that's probably what kept me, because I did get sucked into Overwatch for a substantial time. I gave it a 9.5 when I reviewed it. Um, it there, got to, there got to be a level uh, when I was playing where I personally reached my skill cap. And, mm-hmm. other, you know, various people have, uh, you know, different skill caps on uh, how well they'll, they'll perform and it's gotten to it got to the point where I was playing and I was just consistently losing, which is more uh, you know it speaks more to me and that's normal my, for the kind of game. Yeah, my my skills the first person first person shooter, but that was that was the one I think thing that blocked me from wanting to continue to play it and wanting to continue to give it my support even for game of the year. So. Which is why, which is why a co-op mode would be nice for the people that you know don't feel very competitive, or feel that they have, I've been I've been losing I've been on a losing streak for four games I can't take it anymore. Now I get <laughs> I do a co-op and I'm and I'm okay. Which is the same thing that I for instance um, there are two games that are very uh, like kind of similar to each other, which are World of Tanks and uh, um, Armored Armored Warfare. Which are basically, they're basically Overwatch with tanks, okay? <laughs> and the fact is that uh, I personally prefer Armor Warfare for a simple for a simple reason because on top of the uh, PvP mode, it also has a co-op mode in which you can play against AI, and you can just relax. It's a little, little bit less challenging, less less harsh. And you can just relax a little bit, and then you can go back to 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 PvP and and smash faces again. You know? And but but yeah, uh, that that simple that simple fact. Let's move on to talk about the actual game of the year, the one where that three two of us, two and a half of us voted <laughs> because Luke counts for half. So I I'll start. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen. It has a few flows, and that's, that's true, that there is nothing to say about it. No game doesn't have any flows. But it came out with a production value, and a, the characters are some of the best in, a, in, a, in any RPG for a long while. Like The, the four bros are awesome. Like, like I, I, I got into the game with the absolute firm idea that I would absolutely hate the fuck out of Prompto. Because he's probably the most annoying guy that comes out in the trailers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The most annoying guy ever. I, I, I just looking at the trailers, playing the like the, the preview version that was just one hour and the demos. I would I would have wanted to kill him with my <laughs> own hands. But through the game, even pro- I liked even Prompto. Like there isn't a Arden is fantastic. The the villain. Uh, there are a few weaker characters, but the core group of characters is very strong. No spoilers. Uh, also, by the way. Guard? sorry. No spoilers, by the way, because I'm only a. No, no, I'm not spoiling anyone. Of course, I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers. Uh, also, uh, the the world is fantastic and it's absolutely beautiful. The well, the graphics are not very important for many, but they're nice to have. Mm-hmm. Beautiful as well. Um, 
it's definitely a return to form for the Final Fantasy franchise, and it's a new thing for the Final Fantasy franchise. I, I can see why a lot of people are pissed off because it's not your usual Final Fantasy. But personally, I love this, and I, I'm not stuck on you know the old glories. And Final Fantasy used to be like this, so it needs to be like this again. There are a lot of games out there that are like Final Fantasy used to be. So if you want that kind of games, you can play them. You can you can just go support um, I don't know the Legends of Heroes series, which Azario loves and I love as well. So mm-hmm. if you want that kind of if you want that kind of series, there is. Uh, this, but Final Fantasy it, it went another way, and that's fine. You can wait for Dragon Quest XI. Hopefully, we'll get here in time for uh, like to 2020 or something like that. <laughs> well, that's what uh, I that's what I think is good about Final Fantasy XV is that it it sets expectations for Japanese RPG developers far after, and it's been doing it for years. Um, I think around 10, 11, and 12. Um, Especially after ten two, they they, I think they tried to 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 be something, something else. Like with twelve, it was super MMO. Like MMOs were getting popular. You had your World of Warcraft. Everything was, and they wanted to they wanted to make it. But then that's not that wasn't necessarily them. And then they come out with something that is them, like Final Fantasy thirteen, and people absolutely hate it. And like, um, well, at least with fifteen, what did I want from a Final Fantasy? Um, I want an open world. And I want great characters that I can fall in love with for over forty hours, and that's exactly what I got. I got it. Yeah, I'm I'm one hundred twenty hours in. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a great world. I got uh, I the 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 thing about the world of Final Fantasy fifteen is that it's not empty. If you run off into into a corner, you're more than likely gonna find something. Exactly. Um, and and it's it's very populated with uh, items, see hidden items and uh, secret quests, stuff you can do. Um, and it's uh, that's it, it kept my interest for so long. And something that can do that deserves. Um, there is no multiplayer element, you know. There's nothing. There is no. I have thirty minutes. I want to play. There will be multiplayer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess there there is gonna be, but but as of right now, it's it's a single player story, and um, I did think so, that the that the villain was uh, pretty great. Oh yeah, it was Kafka to the Revenge. Yeah, pretty. like Arden honestly is is my favorite villain, Final Fantasy villain after Kafka, or I think uh, actually in on par with Kafka. I, I I agree. I'm excited to um, see where he develops because where I am at the story, yeah, you're still it's early. Still no, very confusing. No, no, spoilers. no spoilers. It's very confusing. Did but, you watch uh, <laughs> Kingsglaive? I did. So I, I I get that point, and I'll, I'll go yeah. more into that. He's so he's so conniving, you know. He's like he's an asshole, which is yeah, like he's, like, he's like, the best kind of asshole. Like, He's like constantly three steps ahead of everyone in a room, and they all think yeah. that they're. Okay, <laughs> I was talking more about Kingsglaive. Yeah, stop! stop. <laughs> you didn't see Kingsglaive yet. You, you never know. Don't don't spoil just because it, it's in the movie. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely that that it's it's such a solid game. And to me, there is another thing. I have massive respect for the team that worked on it because they put such an incredible amount of effort into that game. Uh, 
Like there is, I I don't know many teams that would go to the length they went. Like every time they announced something new, it seemed like they wanted to. That there was someone someone in the team that said, uh, "Actually, this is this is not enough. Let's let's put in more. Let's put in more. Let's put in more. Let's put in more." And they kept putting in more. And I keep hearing people, "Oh, it's an incomplete game." Are you crazy? They they yeah. stuffed into that game so much, so much stuff to do. Uh, of course, no game always gets out the door uh, without stuff getting cut, mm-hmm. unless it's like some indie games that have forever to get to come out. Oh, because boy. gaming the de- game development is is like this. They're, they they have a lot of idea. They start prototyping them. They start even creating them. They put them up, and, and then there is a producer that says. Guys, this stays in. The, the producer and the director get together. Say, this stays in. This this doesn't work. Let's cut it. Uh, this, but let's add this other thing. Uh, people are focusing, even because of some press that is like trying to sell that story that Final Fantasy XV is incomplete, uh, because that's what gets hit for gives gives them hits. Um, there, do we have no idea for like. X things that have been cut because that's game development. We have no idea how many things have been added. Mm-hmm. Because just think about oh, how many things they seemed like someone just come out and one day and say, Tabala-san, let's add this thing because it's cool. There is so many things like that in the game. There are so many things that just like for instance the flying regalia. The flying regalia you get you get there and say this thing definitely wasn't there at the beginning and just someone just came out one day and said oh let's have a flying regalia because it's cool to just let people see the word bow i'm my actually i am sad i'm honestly honestly really sad they don't give you they don't let you have the flying regalia from the beginning in the new game class that's that's it. Tabara-san, you need to fix that i want my <laughs> flying regalia from the beginning of the game now but yeah that, that's it that's it for me I'll go a little bit into what got me. Because up until, I'm going to say Christmas, because that's when I really, uh, maybe a, a bit before Christmas, but I, I didn't start playing Final Fantasy 15 till late. If you've been listening to the Shockcast, you know that, because I was busy doing uh, various reviews. I thought it was going to be The Witness uh, up until the end. And that's because, to me, Game of the Year is something that will be able to you know, draw me out of the game. Uh, that I will want to take that game into the real world through various elements. For The Witness, that was me sitting there at night with pads of paper and puzzles just trying to figure it out because I didn't want to leave the game in the other room playing without knowing the answer. Uh, This also happened for Final Fantasy XV on a much larger scale uh, where I tried to keep in the dark as much as I could for Final Fantasy XV I'm a mild Final Fantasy fan. I've played the classics, of course, and dropped off in the middle, so I wanted to go into this with a fresh start. And uh, almost from the moment I started playing, uh, I was sucked into the world. I wanted to go... I instantly I played for like an hour or two and then went and watched the movie because I knew I was going to enjoy it. I went and watched the YouTube videos because I knew I was going to love it. Uh, and... Yeah, there, there are definitely blind spots, and, and it's easy to see where things could be improved. Uh, but it's remarkable that even with some very noticeable things, I'm still loving the game as much as I am. I think that's an achievement, it's an accomplishment, and I think that 
uh, I haven't seen anyone who hasn't been impressed on some level with the game. I, I've had people over just sitting there watching, uh, watching me play the game, just loving it, uh, watching the interactions. What's between your girlfriend characters. saying? She kind of she wants to play it, but she uh, she thinks because I'm in, I'm insane. Uh, she thinks that That's good to know. you have to drive everywhere, uh, which mm. is which is true. But you don't have to sit there and. I mean, it's awesome. You don't have to sit there and actually do the road trip. I just do that. So I think she would pick up the game, and I might tell her afterwards that you could actually fast travel. Yeah, I I <laughs> used to travel just to listen to the soundtracks, though. Yeah, uh, I love the driving part. I just sit there and move the camera around and. The word, that's yeah. a, that's that's awesome. That's relaxing for me. And maybe sometimes I'm, I'm I'm particular because I need I need relaxation. I, I, maybe like trigger an event. This job is killing me, so I need yeah, something to relax. Sometimes with. events right. will trigger, or and sometimes some... I need a little bit of a break. Like either uh, either that or I'll do fishing. But yeah. like when when there's oh, a lot yeah. of action, I'll fish or I'll be like I'm gonna go on a car trip and I'm gonna you know peruse on my phone on Reddit a little bit. I'm gonna maybe write an article. Uh, but that, you know, I love having those small breaks. I think that the world is expertly balanced uh, between, you know, high-intensity in, uh, high stuff, uh, story beats, mini-game-like uh, mini quests. So it, it's, uh, it's great. Some, I really enjoy Something it. the game doesn't tell you is that the Chocobos can swim. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so know you that. I'm going to try You could jump into the lakes with chocobos and uh, might find some, some secret shops or some secret areas in some of the bigger lakes. So. Now I, now uh, I know. Don't spoil it, Zario. Uh, so, very quickly, uh, which one is your runner-up? for? Uh, what did you vote for as a runner-up runner for Game of the Year? Since that's important, too. I'll start. Personally, I had Uncharted 4. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, the reason is very simple. Actually, some people ask me, why did you vote for Final Fantasy XV and not for Uncharted 4 since you gave Final Fantasy XV a 9 and Uncharted 4 9.5? Actually, I, I, sorry, I gave Final Fantasy XV 9.5 and Uncharted 4 a... Actually, I don't remember what I gave to Final Fantasy XV. Oh, my God. Uh, I think I, I gave it a 9.5. <laughs> uh, and Uncharted 4 got a 10. But whatever I gave Final Fantasy XV, I got... Um, Uncharted 4 got a 10. So why didn't you vote for Uncharted 4? Uh, the reason is simple, actually. Uh, Uncharted 4 is super fine, super great, super awesome, almost perfect. But uh, Final Fantasy XV simply gave me so so much more. It's less perfect. It was an awesome experience, uh, but in terms of uh, uh, emotional engagement, um, quantity also, because quantity matters sometimes, and other things, uh, Final Fantasy is simply giving more. It got a lower score because it wasn't as perfect, but still, it it, it gave me so much. So mm. that's why. But Uncharted 4, which my, was my runner-up, almost like I, I actually had to think about it, um, was an awesome game, and it's a great accomplishment and a fantastic uh, end for the story of Nathan Drake. And uh, I think it deserves a lot more than credits getting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that was my runner-up. So Ryan, what was yours? Uh, speaking of which, Uncharted Four was also my runner-up. Uh, 
And yeah, I think for a lot of those reasons, like I, I think Uncharted Four. I mean, on so many levels, like technically, uh, story-wise, it was you know obviously like over Overwatch, it would be a better um, a better pick in those ways. Um, you know, but for me, I think Uncharted Four. I, I appreciated it as both um, you know just one of the best sort of uh, exclusive games that came this year, and also just for concluding the series that I've played for pretty much a decade now. Um, you know, I think that the way that, Unch- uh, that Naughty Dog told the story and, and closed this series was, was pretty great. Uh, not that it was perfect. I think there were some things that I wasn't, uh, you know, a, a huge fan of. But overall, I thought Uncharted 4 was pretty great. Yeah, there, there's, there's, some, there's some pacing issues in Uncharted 4. I think it's a little too long. Um, really? I think it's... I think, I think, I think what's it's your runner-up? Run before, oh. before I beat you with it, with the <laughs> okay. what's your runner-up? Speaking of log, my runner-up was Trails of Cold Steel 2, which is 80 hours long. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but, god damn, if you love character development, uh, Trails of Cold Steel, that series, the Legend of Heroes series in general, is a great uh, candidate for best character development. Falcom, man. They're insane pumping out those games. Uh, it's every NPC has a backstory. Um, they all have names. Like Exceed is insane for localizing it. Jesus Christ! It's there's so much work went into these games. Um, uh, Trolls of Cold Steel too, though. Your a lot of the stuff that you did in the first game travel uh, carries over. So. Um, we lost uh, Giuseppe, uh, but he'll probably be back. Yep, we'll get him he back al- on. He always is. He always <laughs> does come back. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it's not. It's not like a beautiful game. It's on the PS3 and Vita. You know, it's not your PS4 classic. The nice graphics. Look at all these things. But the 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 characters. I don't necessarily think a game needs graphics to be considered good. I think the the developers worked with the, with what they had and created a great experience with um I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, almost perfect. Because you ask somebody what's your favorite game and they always say something like on the Super Nintendo or the PlayStation, you know, like very rarely. You might ask people that are like 18, 17 maybe, what's your favorite game? They'll Say Call of Duty or something like that, but but rarely do you ask someone your age what's your favorite game and they tell you something that came out within the last year. Um, but the Trials of Cold Steel series, I can say, is uh, my top favorite games. Hmm. Uh, uh, and the third one's coming out, so okay. That's cool. Well, I I let on to mine a little bit early, uh, but my runner-up was The Witness. And I don't want to take that, anyone take that as a knock against Uncharted, which was phenomenal. Uh, but I, as the Nintendo fan I am, praise innovation uh, and gimmicks, I suppose. But really, The Witness was so cleverly designed uh, and so well thought out to evolve a... Sorry, my internet died for some reason. No problem. I'm back. Let me make sure everything's working. Oh, video froze. Oh, video froze, but audio's okay. God, I think I got it working again. Oh. Uh, I might have to rework people. But anyway, I was saying The Witness, it was, it was a very smart concept. Uh, 
actually, I'm going to take that back. Really simple, basic concept done smartly uh, where I, I really haven't been sucked into the puzzle genre very often. Uh, I like to consider myself smart, but based on my performance on The Witness, where I haven't platinumed it after a year, I'm starting to uh, believe otherwise. Uh, anyway, it was just... I, I think that it was one game that I couldn't compare any other game to. And uh, when you play games as often as any of us do, and as much as many of you do uh, listening to this... That is, uh, that is an achievement all its own, and something worth praising. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to the most anticipated one, uh, which actually we got a different result between our team and uh, our readers. So, Dual Shockers' most anticipated official most anticipated game is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, that our readers voted. Actually, it got quite a few votes in on on our pick as. Well. To rank it third, uh, while our pick was um, near Automata. Um, in the middle, there was a Persona 5, um, which is funny because basically the, the top three were the same for uh, for our readers or us, uh, but near uh, near Automata and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn were inverted. Um, we had near first and Horizon third, and our readers had Horizon first and near third, <laughs> but Persona is always there. <laughs> because <it's- laughs> Persona is um, always lurking. So I'll start with my pick, which was uh, Nier Automata, which uh, obviously um, for many reasons is there, just because the demo was fantastic. I was a little bit worried, I have to admit, because um, Platinum Games turned out a few like games that weren't fantastic lately. Uh, especially, but but those were the ones that they put out with the uh, with Activision. So I'm guessing that that was mostly a matter of you know budget and timing and resources on the publisher side, because when they work with the, with Square Enix, they made such fantastic gameplay. Like Nier Automata is the demo is amazing. I was like, oh my god, I want to play so much more of this. It looks fantastic. It plays awesome. And the, the characters are interesting, so I, I don't know what that game doesn't have, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited for it. Um, and second, very quickly was uh, my second was um, Persona Five, because it's Persona. So do I need to say more, really? Uh, Persona Five looks one of the most sle- the sleekest game I've seen on a long time. I played the Japanese version a little bit, and and uh, it's. Fantastic! It's it's sad that we're gonna have to wait until April, yeah, to to play it. But yeah, uh, honestly, I, I if I, I I that's the one game that makes me wish that I knew a little bit more Japanese mm-hmm. uh, to actually enjoy it. Um, and then my third was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because it's beautiful. Like this one, I actually had trouble like putting them in order because they they are all. Incredible games like we, we are in for like I always want I also wanted to vote it on more like I want to vote for Neo I wanted to vote for uh, basically every big games coming out in the next four months because there <laughs> is so much amazing stuff right yeah that's coming um, so yeah but the, the, my 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 pick was definitely near because the demo was 
incredible. So what about you, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. Uh, so I actually uh, went with the readers on this one. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was my most anticipated one. Um, you know, I think just more, uh, you know, and Horizon's a game we've seen a lot of because we've seen it over the course of, uh, what, two, two E3s now and, you yeah. know, many press events and stuff. And usually by that time, I'm like, okay, I'm sick of seeing this game. Stop showing it to me. I just want it to be out and I can play it. Uh, but Horizon, I just, every time I see it, I just want to play it. Like, I just, and it's not that far away. It's only a couple weeks, but I think Horizon, it looks beautiful. The world looks really, really cool and interesting. Um, and especially, I think, just because uh, Guerrilla Games, I actually have never played any of their games, I think, because I never played Killzone. Um, mm. And just seeing this, uh, you know, Horizon just sticks out so much, I think, for me from Killzone, because, kill, you know, the, pre- the Killzone games were kind of these dark gray shooters that, like, they look cool, but they weren't really what I was interested in. So seeing Horizon, which is, like, kind of a complete 180 from what they've done before is really, really cool. And, um, oh, wait, stop with the wishful thinking. It's not a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the end of February. I mean, it's still, uh, compared to how long we've been waiting for it before. Um, <laughs> yeah, I then, guess that was uh, wishful thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, out. I guess my, uh, yeah, my second choice was Persona. Um, I'm really excited for it. Um, it's pretty cool. And, you know, again, like, I've, I'm not a huge JRPG person, but I played uh, Persona 4 last year and loved it, and I can't wait for uh, Persona 5. What was All your right? third? Yeah, we need three. Uh, oh, uh, Red Dead 2. That's my uh, my third. Oh, that's Hopefully not I... coming out this year. <laughs> Hopefully, it comes out. I, I have faith. I, I it might it might get pushed, but um, Red Dead Redemption was easily probably a top three game of last generation for me. So I'm really really excited to see what they do with a uh, a next another one. Hey, uh, even though this is technically Red Dead 3, but you know, like... yeah, yeah, technically. <laughs> um, my first choice we was don't, Nier Automata. We don't speak about the first Red Dead because we'll no, see. no, we don't. I didn't, it. I didn't play it, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, my first, pay, my my most anticipated was Nier Automata, because uh, I'm in love with uh, 2B. So I mean, there's no uh... with 2B or with 2B's ass. <laughs> they're they're both the same to me. They they're not interchangeable. <laughs> uh, you know that game that game looks great. I have very high expectations, and I don't normally allow myself to get this way about uh, games. The last time I I let myself get uh kind of overly anticipated was Knights of Azur and. Um, Kind of let me down. It's not a bad game, but it wasn't what I thought it was. Um, yeah, you just are a lesbian, and you were all like ready with the tissues and all. Yeah, <laughs> cry. My fury <laughs> dreams were just <laughs> crushed. Um, so my second pick was Persona because it's Persona. Persona. Uh, after playing a little bit at PlayStation Experience, um, it is it is a game. Miles different than Persona Four is, and um, I'm I'm glad I waited this long because if we would have got something in between, we would have. I mean, we we got Persona Q. You know, you 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 had some, you had some Persona to hold you off, but I think oh my I, god, <laughs> Persona Q. I think it was it wasn't Persona. It was something. Well, I'm I'm saying like you had stuff to hold you over in the Persona world. Yeah, you I had to, arena, to, to you had hold a, me on. You mean to hold me on top of the uh, of the toilet? <laughs> You're so it was not bad. If you like Etrian Odyssey, Persona Q is pretty good. 
Excuse me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you like Persona 3, too, Persona Q is even better. <laughs> I'm making mm. Giuseppe throw up. <laughs> but, but anyway, so the wait to Persona 5 is... We got some. We got this new hardware. We got Persona, uh, PlayStation Four. You know, it it might have allowed them to do more with this game. So I'm 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 okay with the wait. Is what I'm. Well, to be honest, the only thing I I'm a little bit iffy about Persona is that the PS3 held it back a lot, for what I've seen. But you know, graphics aren't everything, and and all that. But you know. Yeah, definitely. I uh, wish they wouldn't. They didn't make it on PS3, honestly. But, uh, they 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 probably should have scrapped it. They probably should have scrapped the PS3. Same with um, Tales of Berseria. I think Bandai Namco needs to leave. It's time. It's time yeah. Bandai Namco to leave. Exactly. Same leave, goes for the Vita. Though. PS3 behind. Yeah, yeah, we, get <laughs> we get All right. it. We get it. All right, Lou. Um, and then my third. Uh, third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Atelier Ferris. Uh, uh, what? How do you call it? At, uh, atelier? What is it? Uh, atelier. Atelier. <laughs> you know, I even knew that, and I know nothing about you pronunciation. You know what, guys? Fuck off. I'm Californian, alright? <laughs> atelier. I say hella. Hellier. That sounds more like a Texan than a Californian. Atelier. Uh, what? It's, All right, I'll tell you. So this would be cool. I'm, I'm you, gonna... say, you say it, Lou. Now I'm on the spot. It's gonna like freeze. Atelier. See, it's almost there. Go ahead, Azaria. Come on. Oh, okay. Well, I am anticipating this game. Uh, I love. I want to see an uh, Atelier game in uh, an open world. Um, because usually it's it's kind of grid based, where you travel out of the city and then choose where you want to go. But this is. Uh, you actually uh, go on a little adventure, and I'm pretty excited. Uh, it's like a road trip with my adorable Moe girls. Okay. Uh, Lou? Atelier. Sorry. Even if you didn't Everyone vote, just heard I let you... how to, how to pr- uh, pronounce it, because uh, I put it on. <laughs> anyway, uh, my three games, and I already know Giuseppe's going to have issue at least with the first one, uh, is going to be... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I waited half a decade now for a new Legend of Zelda game on a home console. I might be completely disappointed when I see it tomorrow or when I see it when it finally comes out, but until I know more about it than the bare bones, I'm very anticipating it. Uh, Besides that, I'm... uh, My number two is going to be Nino Kuni 2, uh, which I'm hyped for. And after that, Persona. Wait, because... you're more interested about Zelda than Nino Kuni too? Really? That, that's that's. I can terrible. see. No, 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 no. I can see Zelda. <laughs> you, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. It looks like I, every open right. world game wait, ever. But let me worse. wait till tomorrow. I just need to right make exactly. Sure, that, that's I the just thing. need to make sure that that world is as full as it can be. Because look at this big world. Zelda can. Get naked and climb mountains and stuff. Okay, yeah, that's it looks cool. so, so empty, like extremely <laughs> empty. Right, from it what I've like seen so far, like... it actually does look somewhat empty. I'm gonna say that. Somewhat. Uh, that said, I'm gonna go all go ahead and also say I, I I've seen a lot of tech demos for it. Uh, and uh, what we've been, been seeing sh- tech demos not... since the Wii. What do you? 
<laughs> and uh, what they've been showing on, you know, in their uh, Let's Plays, which were frankly awful footage. If that's what it turns out being, then I'm going to be disappointed. Until that point where I know I am, who am I? Very happy what's, about it. What's your favorite Zelda? What's your favorite? Uh, that's like asking me what my favorite child is. It's going to be Wind Waker uh, and <laughs> okay. Link to the Past, if we're talking. And I have a special place in my heart for Oracle uh, uh, of Seasons and uh-huh. uh, Ages, uh, but that's just a personal <laughs> thing. I know those aren't great games, and I think they're also made by yeah, Capcom. No, those are, those, are, those are really good. Those are really good ones. I, I, just on the scale of Zelda things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who am I? Uh, okay, and Persona, because... I'm actually probably more uh, more uh, hyped for Persona, but I'm skeptical. Uh, I, I never have been able to beat Persona 4 because I keep trying and trying and then get sidetracked by something else. And as soon as I'm sidetracked, I feel like I need to start over again. So I've started Persona like 30 or 40 times. It's time for me to just get a fresh start when everyone else is just starting playing it and just go through it like I am Final Fantasy. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, here's here's to hoping that Zelda is Cheers. good tomorrow. Oh wait, well, if 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 it makes us look exactly like the guy on uh, on the game award, like this, <laughs> oh, I'm totally having awful. fun. Yeah, I, I am I am so having fun. Look at me, I I I I have the I'm having the most the time of my life. <laughs> Sex is worse than this, really. And then the chick man. Hey, I'm waiting for that game. If that wasn't coming out in 2018. Shake <laughs> Man Adventures. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think we've got a good list. Uh, I want to read out Quasimunks before we move on. Uh, in the comments, he says, it's hard to pick. His three would probably have to be Near Neo, and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, though Persona 5 also looks good. So, yeah, Neo you know, definitely needs the Zero Mansion because despite being like like the most like bleak, Dark Soul clone ever, because honestly, no, the, like, the Neo is samurais. Dark Souls is more medieval. Yeah, but honestly, they're totally I, I different. Absolutely, I absolutely <laughs> love Neo. Okay, I love it. I I mean, love with it. Okay, I it it I it, it was one of my top four most anticipated game for next year, but it's exactly Dark Souls with a different skin, like. It's it's lawsuit worthy. It's still a great game, but still, it, it's Dark Soul, Dark Soul Four. Is Deep Down it's coming some... out twenty seventeen? Because maybe. Uh... Yeah, I'm talking about Deep Down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that Jim? No, I, I, maybe maybe they will. But the, Deep Down actually didn't didn't work like Dark Soul like, at all. Right. Uh, it actually looked Eagle... like Dark. A little yeah. bit. It looked like Demon Soul a little bit, but it yeah. like it didn't, didn't play anything like it, like it. But they look like Demon's Soul a lot. Like they, well, let's they, let's they let's look... wait till Resident Evil Seven comes out and Capcom has nothing to show, and then let's see what they have next. Because mm, I I have very 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 re- mild hopes for that for for uh, for Deep Down, honestly, because they, like they they didn't They're say not, anything yeah. for years. Yeah, like, it's for years. They say absolutely nothing. They they not a word. It's like kinda kinda Nintendo with Pokemon on consoles. Well actually probably not that because now they're gonna have probably Pokemon consoles. Like I mean on home consoles. Uh but yeah, I, I don't know. It's like uh so probably I can imagine that 
Capcom's big wigs are there with a rifle ready to shoot any developers that actually names the game <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's the only thing that came to mind. Yeah, um, since we can't speak about the talk about all the awards because there are too many, uh, let's do a round of uh, like some highlights for each of us about the awards that uh, the things that they, you vote you voted for the awards. So I'll start off. I'll start us off, and uh, I'll just say that for me, um, another one that that didn't get much attention, but uh, it was a very very solid um, game of the like um, category. Winner uh, was um, the uh, studio of the year, uh, which uh, I I voted um, Square Enix uh, Business Division Two, which are the developers of Final Fantasy XIV, uh, but also uh, was tied up with uh, Naughty Dog, and that's because uh, uh, I again I have massive respect for what they did and what they managed to achieve, and for the whole. You know, for the dedication and effort they put into it to finish this game, that obviously went through some development hell, and there is no mm-hmm. no avoiding saying that. But they really managed to turn it around through dedication, through effort, to really doing more than what most would do, honestly. And that, that's my other pick for for this. So everyone pick an, an award and your pick about it, Brian. Uh, I think for me, and this kind of ties into the game of the year too, the biggest shocker award for Doom, uh, which I picked as my uh, my third uh, third choice for game of the year. Um, for a lot, of, I mean, because Doom definitely, I think, out of any game that I played this year, was the one that surprised me most because it like not just that it was a good game, but, but because of how good it was, and especially because it has a, easily probably one of my favorite single player campaigns of the year, especially for a shooter. Uh, if I had to pick a shooter over Overwatch, it would probably be Doom. Um, you know, and it was a game that kind of came, not that it came out of nowhere, but I think it just took a lot of people by surprise for how, how good that the, the, the game ended up being. Um, you, know, you didn't know was... that you wanted an arcade-like shooter until mm-hmm. Doom came out. And right. Oh, it... yeah. Yeah, you for know? sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, the single player is great. Uh, multiplayer is, you know, it's okay. The, the stat map stuff is interesting, you know, if you're, if you're into that. Um, you know, but I think just in terms of the... The, you know, like Azario said, like the very like arcade, fast-paced shooter, um, you know, campaign. We haven't really seen that in a long time. I think Doom did it like incredibly well. So I hope uh, I hope we'll get to see either more of that franchise, or we'll see it, you know, maybe in some in uh, in other games that try to recreate that sort of style of game. But yeah, I think uh, that was my favorite. Was uh, the biggest shocker award for Doom? Okay, Azario, um, I'm gonna go for the best platformer, and I'm gonna say. Uh, Azure Striker Gunbolt 2 is uh, maybe something that some people overlooked, but uh, in- developed by Inti Crates. Uh, big improvement. They took Azure uh, Striker Gunbolt, which was a digital release on the eShop um, years ago, and anything that you could think was wrong with that game, they improved on it. It's it's a fast-paced platformer. It's I, I, I think it's better than Shovel Knight for me. Um, in terms of speed, I just don't like how slow Shovel Knight can be. Kind of like a DuckTales speed you go in at constantly. Um, and that's what Shovel Knight wants to be. But as a platformer, I, I really think that uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt um, 
perfect for 2D platforming and uh, fast-paced action. Uh, more people should play it. I, I, I wholeheartedly think that it's a game that everyone should at least um, pick up and try out. And it's a big improvement from Mighty Number no. Nine, which was Into Creates' uh, previous <laughs> game that they worked on. Well, so. that wasn't Into Creates. That was. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Yeah, there's uh, a lot it's of that, issues. Jim. It's that. It's that. Uh, Lou, your turn. Um, all right. Well, speaking for the Nintendo stuff today, which I've been doing a lot of, uh, I'm gonna throw my vote back in for. I was very happy that. Um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE got best Wii U game. There were a lot of problems with it. There still are a lot of problems with it and how they. We don't talk about censorship. And <laughs> no, no, no. That's that that game's dead. No, that, I liked it too, Lou. I I liked it. Too. I'm I'm just happy that they chose to be experimental with things. I, I think that's something that Nintendo and. Uh, Developers who are working with Nintendo need to embrace going a little outside the comfort zone of specifically appealing to families or uh, to uh, core core gamers that will only really play the major hits. I, I was really glad to see something different. Um, yeah. Even if there were a lot of problems with it, and there were a lot of problems with it, uh, but yeah, we don't talk about censorship right now. I, I... Well, actually... The problem, the the big problem is that yeah, you're right. Uh, those developers actually went out of what the, the con Nintendo's comfort zone, and Nintendo hammered it down <laughs> by cutting the stuff that was out of the comfort zone. So yeah, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, the problem with the, the only problem with uh, Tokyo Mirage Session, well, not the only problem. The the, pro the big problem in Tokyo Mirage Session um, is that if it wasn't another platform, it would have been better. Yeah, right. Because the dungeons, that, the dungeons can get a little repetitive. I thought that, but... that's that's the same. That, that that's Persona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you don't expect that on a Wii U. I mean, I mean, uh, even the Neptunia games have been leveling up their their dungeon uh, design. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for for a game that comes that came out in 2016, I don't think uh, they're. I don't think that's an excuse. <sighs> Yeah, well, but, uh, anyway, but, yeah, it's that, Jim. Uh, we'll see uh, if there right. is another you're one. Right. Games like Devil's Third and uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, they don't belong on the Wii U, and there they are. Yeah. Right. Um, even yeah, though, that, that, that's the problem. The problem even though is Devil's that, Third know, I, is... Uh, I, have a big, I have a big divide with Nintendo, okay? I'm absolutely fine with Nintendo Japan. Because Nintendo Japan has their uh, little line for adults... For you know, grown-ups, uh, they actually have a different cover. Uh, if you look at these kind of games in Japan, they have a darker cover, so people can say this is not a game for kids, and they pick it up if they want, and they don't censor stuff. Uh, I have problems with Nintendo of America, which doesn't seem to get that you know, grown-up people do play games sometimes. We'll see the marketing strategy tomorrow. We'll see if they shift that focus, but they that's if been they a major region problem. They say region locked. I am going to scream. <laughs> that oh, tragedy. God. Nintendo, please. Okay, just... let's have a little bit, a, a little bit of a bet, guys. Okay. Since we are. We are oh, I like this. We... And then we'll check. We'll write these down and we'll check in next week. And whoever gets. I'm the not most talking points. about region lock. That's too easy. 
Ah, like that's just that's just two 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 options, yes or no. Like you have fifty percent. Now I want everyone to bet on the price right now. Two fifty. Two fifty. Who says two fifty? I say two fifty. Okay, I say two ninety nine. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, it's not a number, but I'm gonna say they have two different price models, one with and one without the. No, you have to get one. Base. You have to say one. That's bad. Uh, they, they, can't, they, they can't. They can't take the base off though. That's like the whole system. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. They they can. But like uh, two different sizes, one two fifty, one three hundred. Uh, the only no, thing that they probably have is the, 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 the storage, but that yeah, the storage. Let, let's sizes, say the yeah. base price. Let's say the base price. Uh, I'm gonna go not, back not with the price 250. of the base. I mean the, 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 the smallest <laughs> price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll go with. I feel like they gotta hit 250. That's the magic number. Okay, Ryan. Yeah, yeah 250. I think that's got okay. what's gotta be. Let's see if you three wins. If you three win, or if I win. <laughs> we'll, we'll see tomorrow night. Also, uh, if if those third party like Ethernet cables that were like leaked the other day, if those are real, then uh, I'm gonna be so mad. Like, I just... I, I don't know. It's the last two systems didn't have built. They never had it. Cables, so, yeah, uh, it's obvious that they are stripping the system as much as they can to you know sell Save it as, as, as yeah as lower at a lower price. They're probably probably not gonna have it. Well. Wait, you, you can't not have the charger because you know you yeah. right new thing the base is start. Well, maybe they they want to put the cable from the outlet to the to the charger, <laughs> so you have to buy what buy they have. Stuff. They have three months to put an Ethernet adapter okay. <laughs> into the system. <laughs> no cable, there is nothing. They 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 give you they give you the base and the thingy, and that's it. No cables, no chargers, no anything. They give you the controller, you have to but buy you need to buy the buttons. Actually, it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Actually, no, there is. I'm excited for the Switch reveal tomorrow because I get stoked discussion. when gamers get stoked. Yeah. Uh, and so. there will be people happy about. It. There are going to be people who are upset. They're not going to please everyone. I, I'm just. Oh, it's excited going to be to very simple. It. Like no one is going to change any mind about it. People no. that don't like, they don't care for it, are going to stay not caring for it tomorrow. People that are sold on it are going to stay sold. Like nothing will change tomorrow. So who is sold is sold. Who is not will remain not. Like there is no way. I think like uh, tomorrow's presentation can maybe sway one percent, but that's it. Like it won't sway anyone. Like people that are not sold will remain not sold because they already know anything, everything about it. I believe pretty much the rumors uh, are pretty complete. And people are not sold will remain not sold. Of course, uh, Nintendo will like ship two of them, so it will sell out, and a lot of people will not get it anyway. <laughs> Just give me an RPG, and I'll buy it. Lost, lost out to Scalebound to Xbox One. Uh, so the, I, don't the, know. <laughs> I, I expect, I expect a, the new Shin Megami Tensei to be there. Hmm. Yeah, because they just opened the teaser side, so yeah, that, that's that's kind of that giveaway. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, that that sounds like it's it's a Nintendo game. Well, they they had Dragon Quest Eleven. But you already have your 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 RPG. Boom. Is it? Wait, you think that'll come to Switch? Sorry. You think that would come to Switch? It, it's confirmed. What's the? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is confirmed. Uh, and they reconfirmed it too. Uh, how about this? What are the odds? 
between absolutely no chance and 1% chance that we have Nintendo go in and save Scalebound? No. Uh, Scalebound is... Um... Scalebound is a, is a Microsoft IP. Like okay. they own the IP. The yeah. only the only thing that I could see happen, that but I don't think it will. Like it, it's a it, like it's a it's an impossibility, wishful thinking, is that uh, Microsoft give the IP back to uh, Platinum. But I don't think they will. Uh, that's right. simply not could, their policy. Maybe there could be an asset flip where they take all the assets because Scalebound. You have to admit, looking at Scalebound, it looked pretty decent. There was a world there. They have something there. They want you're just gonna delete all that. When all you own that, yes, well, that's what happens in this case. You just delete that. Oh, yes. that's so depressing. Uh, yeah, that that's uh, unfortunately Microsoft owns the AP. So if Microsoft can sell it, it's uh, it's can sell un- until unless they have a deal about that of some sort. They won't even but, sell Blinks the Cat. What do you think they're gonna sell? <laughs> Scalebound. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> from what I'm seeing, from what I'm seeing, from the wording of what people said, it doesn't appear that they 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 parted on good terms. Right. Uh, so I'm not expecting any uh, any deal, any amicable deal that would allow the game to survive. I I would be overjoyed, overjoyed, uh, over, overjoyed. Uh, Overjoyed, sorry guys. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. too sad. overjoyed. I would be overjoyed to see it survive in some form, but uh, I simply don't see it. I, you know, you guys, I, you know, I, you know how much I love the game. I would, uh, I, I, my one of the my biggest regrets as a gamer is that I was this this distance from the controller of actually playing that demo that I shown, and and I, and I wasn't allowed to play it, and every time. I spoke with a Microsoft executive like Aaron Greenberg or not, and one of the first things I asked them was, uh, when, when are you going to, pl- to be able to play a demo? When are, when are you going to make, give us a playable demo so we can actually give, go and fun with it? And, and, and I regret it for the rest of my life because that game was, was, was the growl for me, really. It was like the nirvana. I, I loved it. So I was very, very sad about it. But I don't think it will ever come back unless... Unless there is a deal about it, but I don't see Microsoft and Platinum doing it. Right. So, no, it, it won't be. It, it won't be Sony or Nintendo saving it. There is no way about that. I want to just read out uh, a few other guest demets in here. Quasi Monk says three forty nine. Uh, Gus eight 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 agrees with you. Says I'm feeling three hundred. So yeah, three forty nine. I don't think it's realistic. Three forty nine is too much. A 349 is crazy. If what Nintendo if they have, like, goes for Switch Elite for three, if they go with 349, they seriously demonstrate they are out of touch with with, with anything. Switch, there is no way. Switch right. Pro, but you have to buy like another brick that supports 4K and then connects to it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Switch Lens. No, there like, there is Nintendo. no way it's gonna be 349. Like 299 is the, the, the like the very top crazy price they can. Have. And they possibly will have 299 only because the other consoles are 299. What's kind of depressing? Uh, what's kind of depressing about the Switch is that there isn't a disc uh, tray in there. So, uh, well, oh, for the Wii U games, well, well there yeah. is no gate, no game discs. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, oh, but, yeah. but my my 
a big Where selling point for the Wii deck. U, at least for me, was the the fact that it can play Wii games. And the a big selling point for the Wii for me is that it can play GameCube games. And uh, I don't know, just that, uh, just that quality of um, a library. Well, can. Well, the library just the 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 opening library just got so much bigger. So now everyone that buys a Switch can now buy Wii U games that haven't sold for years. Now you open up that market again to another generation. Oh, you can play Wii U games? Okay, come come check out all these Wii U games that you missed out on the past three years. My guess is it has a lot to do with the change in infrastructure, though. Let yeah. more so than the disc drive, because I think they they've been using the same. Um, Architecture between GameCube, Wii, and Wii U—they're shifting to something completely different. Yeah, because they're I, using the... I think, like Power PC. I think. Yeah, the... we don't even yeah. know. We don't even know their specs, right? Like, right. we don't know what. Yeah, we'll see them tomorrow. Well, we, we kind of heard them, but you know, there have been rumors about them. But what makes me more curious, but the thing that I'm most curious about the Switch is how Japan will respond to it, because the whole portability thing the Switch has in Japan is worthless. Completely yep. worthless, and not because Japanese people don't like portable consoles. They got a phone. Hear me out before you go crazy. They love portables. Yeah, uh, but the Switch is too big for Japan. Too big for a reason. Can't fit in your pocket. Like uh, in Japan, the whole thing that they showcased on the the trailer, like going to the little field playing basketball or going to a party with the with the on, on the roof that doesn't exist in Japan okay that's not something the Japanese do the Japanese play their portables on the commute mm-hmm. and uh, you can imagine if you think on western terms you'll see the commute and say oh I can play it on the train I can play it on the metro I can play on uh, and that's fine it's it's a bit big but it's fine but when you commute in Japan on the rush hour you are like this Right. Like the Japanese train, when people commute on rush hour, are super packed, and you don't have the space. Like people play a lot on, on mobile because they have the space to be like this, you know, with one hand. One hand. Right. Yeah. Uh, people play the the 3DS because it's very small. They can be like this, right? Mm-hmm. Because that this is the space you have on the commute. Most of the times, you can t- you can even have your hands up. Uh, the the, the the Vita uh, was absolutely unpopular at the beginning because the original Vita was too big in Japan, for Japan. It was too big and too heavy. It started selling decently when Sony made it a little sm- smaller. But it never sold as much as the 3DS because it's too big. The Switch is even bigger. You, you imagine yourself in a super-packed train, and Japanese trains are so packed during the commute that there is this is the station master outside the train with his shoulder pushing people in to make people stay. I'm not joking. That happens. And uh, the, that's you're like this. Imagine yourself playing a, a tablet that's this big. You do not see tablets in Japan on the commute. People in Japan use tablets a lot at home in the office, but not on their commute. They use their smartphone in the computer. That reveal trailer is targeted towards um, Western, definitely Western games. But the problem is that the the portability thing of the you know, of the Switch for Japan is limited to people that don't want to share the TV. Yeah, 
but that's basically right. the Wii U, and it didn't work for them. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious to see if Japan will embrace the Wii U for some reason, but uh, it's a weaker proposition there than it is in the West. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the West people will embrace it because people commute in the West, they have more space, they 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 travel more, they go out more, uh, they have more green spaces to go out as well. So we'll see. Uh, Japan, hmm. that's my curiosity for the Wii. That, that's my from a totally uh, from a totally matter of scientific experiment to see how Japan reacts to it because Japan is an interesting market market for this. Yeah, we'll I'm see, excited. We'll I'm excited to see what they say about it tomorrow too. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Well, well, what they say tomorrow, you're gonna hear the defense. So that, that that's the, the the base, the hardcore Nintendo boys. So yep. th- you're not going to hear many. What what you will hear is when it launches and you see how much it sells. That that that's the only thing that you will see because the 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 important reaction is the silent majority that mm-hmm. you don't hear. Uh, when there is some, when there is news on the internet or something like that, because if it was the news on the internet, well, every console would sell tons. Even the Xbox One would sell tons in Japan if it was just people on the internet. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Tomorrow, everyone tune up to Duo Shoppers because we're gonna have every all the news for you here. Um, Let's see what games come out. Let's see the price. Let's see if it's two ninety nine or two fifty or two hundred. No, two price models. I'm calling it. More <laughs> sure, but it's not going to be. We it's switch not going, <laughs> there, there, no, there can be two price models definitely, but it's probably just going to be a pack in. Like if there is two price models, it's going to be a pack in. It's not going to be a different skew. You know, it's going to be like a game on okay. top of the of the console, like it. It's crazy if they if they if they do two different skills, they shoot themselves in the future. Oh, the I, I absolutely believe that. I think that the huge problem with Wii U, among many problems with Wii U, was marketing issues. But I think oh, yeah. if, if they're trying to hit a low price point, that's unfortunately how they're going to do it. I don't have any oh, hope it, otherwise. How is the storage on the on on the, on the on the Switch? I don't remember. Do they have like uh, SD cards? Uh, I forget. I forget. On the, because on which, on which one? Like the switch, does it? Uh, I don't oh, know. Yeah, well, that's what we'll, that's what we'll find out, huh? No, I mean the, the the rumors. That does anyone remember what rumor? I'm looking what, up what right now. Give me a uh, because if it says SD cards, it doesn't make sense to have different sizes because SD cards are like you you buy them whatever you want; they're interchangeable. Right. Unless they're pro- pro- proprietary cards. I think they're proprietary. But I think cards, cards, all right. Sure. It says uh, the the rumors, rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they support micro SD up to 128 gigabytes. Okay, so okay. so it doesn't make sense to have uh, to have uh, two different SKUs for for storage if you think about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we are selling you a, a micro SD with the a bigger micro SD. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, for storage it. it does make sense. Uh, the only thing that comes to mind for me is the is the um, is having a pack-in of a game like Zelda bundle. Yeah, uh, that's that's stupid easy like. Of course, they're gonna have a. If Zelda comes out in March, of course they're gonna have a Zelda bundle. If they don't, they're crazy. All right. Yep. So. Okay. Uh, of course, we'll have a sh- uh, Shockcast uh, reaction uh, at the event or slightly after. I won't the be event. there, so there won't be as as much negativity. <laughs> right. Yeah. It'll, it'll be all next smiles. week. Wait till next week for the negativity. 
No, but I actually I am excited to try the the switch to as a, to for, out of curiosity and to see if it actually is interesting. I, I'm excited to try it, right. but I will try it in Japan because I'm excited going to go to play basketball playable. and then stop playing basketball and play the switch instead. <laughs> but play basketball no, on the switch. It's going to be playable at at Nikko Nikko Tokaichi in um, in Tokyo, and I'm going to play it and see how it is when. Uh, or uh, or I'm excited to. Um, Go to a party like, and not talk to anyone. NBA, whatever the Switch can run. <laughs> right. All right. Totally ignore the girls at the party for the Switch. So get all the girls. But it's okay for Azario. Azario only likes two D girls anyway. Yeah. Look at his These wall. Three D girls. Oh. So let's wrap everything up. We've we've had a long episode today, uh, and that was oh, only yeah. talking about game of the year and anticipated. Uh, so let's talk about upcoming games this week. Uh, today, Criminal Girls Invite Only came out on PC. Uh, on January 13, we have Rise and Shine for Xbox One, Sylvia for PS4 and Xbox One, Pit People for PC and Xbox One, Dead Effect 2 for Xbox One, uh, Road Redemption Racing for PS4, Siegecraft, uh, that's on the 15th. On the 17th, we have Siegecraft Commander for PS4, and also Galactic Junk League for PC. And that said, it's a pretty sparse week. Uh, people, oh, yeah. people jumping out. Oh, there, there is the, the switch. switch. There is the, the switch event. Right. Everyone, everyone is is running away because everyone is going to talk about the switch. Everyone is going to Good talk or bad, about, yeah. about how how awesome and incredible the switch is, or how much it fucking sucks because there is no middle ground on the internet. Of course. <laughs> uh, all right. So for social media and site plugs, we have if you're looking for us on Twitter. Uh, Facebook or Instagram, we are just dual shockers. If you're looking for us on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash dstvoriginals. Uh, to come watch and be part of the show, join us every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash dual shockers live. And finally, you can find our round-the-clock news coverage, reviews, features, editorials, literally all the Switch coverage in the world, uh, dualshockers.com. Come and... Be not early. What? Literally, no. Not, I, literally, don't don't abuse. We're gonna follow. We're gonna bad. follow. <laughs> don't abuse it. That's that's a powerful word. We're almost fo- literally. <laughs> Always say almost literally. That, that gets you out of trouble. We're gonna stalk <laughs> Miyamoto and actually keep tabs on him, and that's uh, that, that's how we'll literally be able to follow everything. Uh, all right, and that's everything. So thank you everyone for watching. Thank you guys for being on. Good game of the year talk. Hopefully, 2017 is just as strong. It's probably going to be better. Oh, yeah. You can follow me at Azario what Sets on the Twitter. Azario <laughs> Sets. Is it all that Azario Says on the Twitter? No, no. Azario Says, Azario I says. like 3D girls. <laughs> we can talk about 3D girls. We Azario Says, you. I like 2B's butt. <laughs> all right, Giuseppe held his thing up. Ryan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at just my name, uh, at Ryan Leitzler, uh, and whatever Giuseppe's name is. <laughs> and you can find me at Luke and Taldi. Thanks, everyone. We're going to go into the song now. See you next week. Bye.